It reminds me of high school dress codes of girls can't wear spaghetti straps. And it's like, have you never seen a shoulder before? And this is <laughs> somehow supposed to be distracting to students, but really the only students that get distracted are the boys. So in this case are like, men or people being distracted by arms. I, I just don't understand what the problem that this policy is solving or addressing. Mi gente, dímelo, dímelo, what's good? Welcome to another episode of the Quien Tu Eres podcast brought to you by Plural. You already know it's your boy Pavel, bring you another special episode. As a reminder, on this podcast, our mission is to redefine professionalism. And we have two episodes a week doing just that. Every Tuesday, we have a different guest join us for a conversation where they open up about the challenges that they've experienced between professionalism and authenticity. This year, we launched a new segment called Thursday Thoughts. Those episodes have been popping off and have brought this podcast all the way to the top 2% of all podcasts globally. That's not enough, though. We know we got to give you more. So this year, we launched a new series called Thursday Thoughts, which is what you're hearing right now. For the Thursday Thoughts episodes, what we're doing is bringing you current events that impact our community, specifically in work settings around the same topics, professionalism and authenticity. The clip that you heard in the intro is with the homie and head of partnerships at Plural, Samara. We get into this week's topic, which is dress codes. Now, Missouri state lawmakers revised their dress codes specifically for women. The updated dress code will require, quote unquote, female legislators and staff members in the state house of representatives to wear a jacket such as a blazer or a cardigan. This new policy that was presented didn't include men because the dress code that was already in place required men to wear a tie and a jacket. So this policy is in some ways trying to create parity between the two. That said, people were not happy about it. And we get into our thoughts on this new policy. And at the end, you'll find out if it passed or not, because it went up for vote. But enough with the intro. Let's get into the episode. In Missouri, did you know it is legal to bear arms, but not to show your arms? <laughs> You see what I did there? Ah, so what do you mean <laughs> not show your arms? <laughs> so, <laughs> yo, when I was thinking about this topic, I was like, I already know the title for this. It's going to be called Bare Arms, but not show. Oh my God, so many puns. Yo, I love it. It's nah, creativity but for me. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Nah, but I was actually scrolling through TikTok and this video popped up in, um, my feed been twelve hundred dollars on a suit and i can't wear it in the people's house because someone who doesn't have the range tells me that it's inappropriate there are a lot of ways we could break decorum in this room but a woman what she's wearing that is ridiculous you know what it feels like to have a bunch of men in this room looking at your top trying to decide whether it's appropriate or not i mean this is this is ridiculous lady you're right it is ridiculous it is absolutely so why are you doing it that we even have to talk about it on the house floor i agree in so why did you bring it chamber, up you would think that all you would have to do is say dress professionally and women could handle it. The lady who was speaking earlier from St. Louis County, she was wearing what I would describe as a cardigan. Is that in line with your amendment? There's nothing in here that says you cannot wear a cardigan. The whole idea of this is wear something over your clothes that opens up in the front. Is that second layer required to have long sleeves? Is that what, 
They professional dress, professional, professional attire. That's what you look at whenever you, I mean, that's what I think of whenever I think of a professional So your attire. interpretation of professional dress should be all of our interpretation of professional dress. Understood. It's Thank you, Mr. Speaker. It's going to be interpreted. As I was reading more into it, apparently the Missouri House of Representatives voted to impose a stricter dress code. It's saying that like women are required to wear jackets that keep their arms covered. And it was this interesting video because everyone in the video was a woman. If I was a woman in there, I'm I'm looking at the woman that put in the policy and I'm like, baby girl, I thought we was on the same side. Like, <laughs> it'd be, be your own people. people. I get one thing like men trying to tell us what to do and what to wear. But girl, you telling me too? Yikes. And then there's this other idea when she said, well, that's what I think about when I think about professional attire. She fucked up when she said that's what I think about. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's this idea of like we all have a very personalized idea around what professionalism is and isn't. Right. I think the first question that comes to mind is what was the problem that was perceived whereby the solution would be cover your arm? You know what I mean? Like, like what, what is going on here? It reminds me of high school dress codes of girls can't wear spaghetti straps. And it's like, have you never seen a shoulder before? And this is <laughs> somehow supposed to be distracting to students, but really the only students that get distracted are the boys. So in this case, are like men or people being distracted by arms? I, I just don't understand what the problem that this policy is solving or addressing. It, the professionalism on it, what we talk about all the time, like how does, this <laughs> like alter my ability to be a professional in any setting so if i had to imagine i would assume that someone looked at what everyone was wearing and was like can you believe she's dressed like that someone tell her to put on a jacket i mean do you remember when michelle obama had a scandal uh, she's had so many <laughs> in regards well, to her outfits this was the biggest one. She wore a sleeveless dress oh, and people went crazy. I mean, it was very similar, <laughs> very similar to like the Obama controversy when he wore a tan suit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People went crazy around just like, I don't know, like you're in this certain institution of prestige. You need to act and dress accordingly. And I think this is probably just part of that because I can't imagine why else. I think I think the the way that women were dressed just made someone uncomfortable is my guess it's just a matter of for me what makes you uncomfortable about it there are a number of policies like open-toed shoes in the office is one that comes up very often yeah. and i understand in certain settings certain occupations right like i used to work in the hospitality service so at a restaurant it's really not advisable for you to have your toes out because things fall all the time, you slip, whatever. But I have a, a few friends that work for like big four and they're not allowed to wear open-toed shoes. And I'm just like, why not? If you're distracted by this, that's a you problem, not a me. I shouldn't have to change because you don't know how to be a professional <laughs> and do your job with the skills that you have, right? understand your strengths and weaknesses. And if your weaknesses 
include elbows, then you need to make adjustments, not me. <laughs> I just don't understand. And only yeah. women, right? Like, well, that's the thing as well. Like my whole thing too, like I'm curious for you, some of the most hurtful feedback that has ever been told to me was told by people that look like me and it's not what they said it was just like who said it i was like damn i thought she was gonna have my back like do you think if you was in that woman's position you think it would have hurt like does it hit different coming from a woman yes to your point like oh i thought you would have my back i thought we were on the same side in the same vein i I cannot be real without actually bringing up a very similar story where I was working in a corporate setting and there was a woman much younger than, you know, everybody else. She was like, this was her first, you know, corporate job and, and she would wear yoga pants to the office. And there were some conversations that were had. Like what type of things came up though? Like give me the tea. <laughs> well, I will. I will also say that there were men that came up to me, like it was kind of a larger team. It wasn't the immediate team, but the larger team. I was like, hey, you know, such and such is kind of dressed inappropriately, but I don't feel comfortable saying something to her. Can you talk to her? Mm. And so it was one of these things where the women in the team recognize like she's wearing these yoga pants and it's sending the wrong message. And what do you mean sending the wrong message? And remember, this was way before pandemic time and, and stuff like that. So she didn't necessarily look put together. Like these could have been pajama type sure. things. So yeah, I remember being like, well, do we talk to her? Like this is her first job, right? In corporate, yeah. she, this is, she's entry level. I mean, essentially we were in a, in a way judging her and yeah. didn't want other people to judge her as well. It was like, well, we understand and we're just trying to protect you. These types of conversations come up so often. I mean, mm -hmm. you talk about it all the time with your grandfather and mm -hmm. you know, you have to wear a suit to be professional. He, he says that from a place of love, from a place mm -hmm. of wanting to protect you. And so now we're looking at this young lady and it's like, oh my gosh, maybe she doesn't know. Maybe, you know, we, we just need to, to help her. You've mentioned this, like your ideal workwear outfit is a Nike tracksuit. And yeah. there are going to be people who would look at that and be like, mm, mm, no. Yeah. So it's tough. And it's just one of those things where I think you're in the environment for so long and you're just so used to the conditioning that you end up becoming a part of it. So it's tough. It's really tough. That was interesting, too, because it's not just the men that weren't comfortable there. Like the women weren't comfortable, too. So it's not the sense of like men being uncomfortable and then be like, yo, I don't feel comfortable saying that because I'm a guy like women. Can you can you tell her for us? That would have been an interesting situation where maybe the women were comfortable and they're like, no, what are you talking about? Whatever. But I'll do it for y'all because someone's uncomfortable. But it was mm -hmm. interesting that both of y'all were uncomfortable, to your point, because of the conditioning around, you know, what a professional is supposed to look like. And then you think of me around like, yeah, like I feel most comfortable in like sweatpants and a hoodie. And this year, I want to do every single one of my speaking engagements like that. And it's uncomfortable as fuck. But like South by South, like I want to do everything in just like sweatpants and a hoodie. Because honestly, that's how I feel most comfortable. Well, um, it's interesting because you said it's really uncomfortable and this is how I feel comfortable. So oh. I'm, I'm curious to know 
the yeah. dichotomy there. Like, tell me more about what what makes you feel uncomfortable. It's everything we spoke about, about, you know, maybe it's not a group of six, but maybe it's a crowd of a thousand. And I'm thinking about, are they going to take me seriously? Mm. Those type of thoughts. But I feel comfortable in sweatpants, in, in the most basic of things of like walking, moving around. And it's not like I'm doing burpees on stage, <laughs> but I'm Dominican. My jeans be tight. You feel me? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so maybe it's that. Maybe I just need to get some looser jeans. But. Even my shirts, like they, like they, they gotta hug the biceps. You know what I mean? So if I'm in a hoodie, and do I need to get bigger shirts? Absolutely not. So the, <laughs> what I'm hearing is that you're uncomfortable because you're concerned about how people will perceive you and your credibility as a speaker. Is that accurate? Yes. I mean, you look up any sort of advice on I'm gonna do a presentation. What should I do to instantly gain respect from the audience? And people tell you, even from the hand gestures, like people will give you advice on what to wear, start with this. And it just goes back to the, you know, indoctrination of professionalism, executive presence, all of those things that I'm trying to dismantle. And as I'm dismantling it, I'm admitting like it is not easy. It's uncomfortable. So I'm also trying to be that representation for myself, <laughs> you know, to be like, talk about it, be about it type of shit. You know what I mean? And yeah. show people that I'm in this with y'all. Like, I'm also struggling with it. It's not easy, but I'm trying to do it too. Yeah, because to your point, if this is how you feel mm -hmm. for yourself the most comfortable, mm -hmm. then that's the space and the energy in which you're going to do your best work mm -hmm. and where you're going to, like, give your best presentation. I mean, for me, one thing is heels, actually. Yeah, a lot of women, yeah. And... Or, not just women before I get canceled, but a lot of people. <laughs> I'm not cutting that out. I'm going to leave that mess up in there, too. <laughs> yeah, like heels, it, it depends on the setting and, and, you know, what I'm doing. When we did the Samsung event, I had a change of clothes. Like I had an outfit change and the other outfit included heels. But I was like running around so much that I was like, nah, I'm like, I'm keeping on my sneakers because for what? As soon as I get off the stage, I'm going to put my kicks back on anyway. So I might as well just keep them on. Like I'm comfortable. I'll go here. I'll go there. And I'm sure that in a lot of settings, you know, oh, women are supposed to wear, you know, mm -hmm. shoes or, you know, zapatos or, you know. Girl, let me tell you, my boy, he goes when he goes to the club. Even in the summer, he will wear boots for a couple extra inches on the height. Oh, God. <laughs> he's just, just, just got to wear, like, you know, Air Maxes or something. <laughs> so talk about feeling confident. Hey, I get it. Whatever works. Whatever works. As we talk about just, like, dress codes, something else came up as it relates to this. I started getting DMs from people confessing their challenges or just, like, telling me their, like, dress code rules. And the most fascinating one was a friend that said on Fridays, they have sort of this, you know, business casual dress down kind of thing like most places have. Mm -hmm. Essentially, if you want to participate, if you want to dress casually outside of Fridays, I think it is, you got to kind of pay to play. Meaning what? <laughs> like if you pay, you can wear like a dressed out outfit. Like pay money? <laughs> yeah. What? I'm serious. Yeah. Hold on. So the money goes to like a charity and all that kind of stuff, whatever. But the point is, yes, pay to play. <laughs> Hold up. 
I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I believe you. I believe. I'm just. I'm just trying to process. So if I wanted to wear casual attire any other day besides Friday, if I pay, then I can do that. I mean that that presents so many problems in and of itself. Of what if I can't afford it? That's a highly privileged. Thing. And then even worse, if I can't even afford to pay to dress casually, how am I supposed to afford professional attire? Because it's not cheap, you know, like suits and business wear, are, it costs good money to, to be able to look like that. So that's wild. Yeah. And the price is very low. It's just the idea of, of, of thinking about it. And like, what if you want to do it every day? Yeah. Mm, interesting. <laughs> That's Very the first time I've ever heard of something like that. That creative. I'll but it's it's one it's one of those things as well around we just accept these policies instead of like the women that are in this video in a way fighting back against these policies mm -hmm. and aiming to change them. Mm -hmm. That's what we need. We need more people like that. Yeah. And I, I just, I'm just a firm believer and you should make the decisions that are most aligned with your morals and values and not try to impose those on other folks like let people make the good decisions for themselves and if you feel like you don't want to show your arms in a professional setting then you don't do that and if it makes someone else if you in your mind feel like that makes anybody else less professional again that's a you problem and you deal with it but yeah because uh, modesty is a thing and i respect it and if a woman chooses to cover her skin up more, then she should do that. I mean, I, I even remember when um, when I did the Hispanic Leadership Summit, um, the Southeast one here, and I was moderating a panel. And so I picked out my outfit and it was fly, <laughs> super fly, but the back of the shirt was completely open. I remember I was showing my outfit to uh, a couple of my friends that aren't here in Miami. So I was like, fit check, you know, and I do a little twirl. They're like, damn girl, your whole back is out. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, th and they're like, okay. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's a back. <laughs> it's a back. <laughs> it's a back, like <laughs> what? So I just think people should wear what makes them comfortable and yeah so strange i hope we follow up on this and and see what comes of it if it goes to vote and what happens there all right y'all that wraps up this week's episode of thursday thoughts and before we go i did promise that i would share an update on if this policy passed or not the updated dress code was adopted the vote passed 105 to 51 in favor of passing now apparently this policy was part of a larger package of things that were being passed. This one was just kind of like slipped in there, but it did pass. That said, let me give you some things to think about as you go along with your week. What sort of policies do you have at your job? I think how we dress and present ourselves, that swag that we display to the world, I think it's such an underappreciated part of our happiness. I've had people on the podcast say that if they wear a certain color, it gives them a different vibe, makes them happier. Some people, feel powerful in sweatpants others feel powerful in heels some when they do their hair a certain way some when they're showing their arms some when they're hiding their arms it's different for everyone but i want you to take inventory of when do you feel most powerful what are you wearing how are you displaying yourself both in and outside of work and if those outfits are different in any way is there a policy in place 
preventing you from bringing your powerful outfit outside of work into work? If so, I want to hear about it. I want to raise awareness for a potentially discriminatory policy and one that probably has nothing to do with how well you do your job. People just haven't looked at the rule book or the code of conduct. Now, if there is no policy in place, then what's holding you back from feeling powerful at work? Is it what you've been taught about professionalism? Like the woman in, in that social media clip? Because that we can change. Just direct them to us because that's what we're doing. Educating people on professionalism and executive presence and what it really means. And that's a lot easier. Just something to think about. But join us next week. We'll have another episode of Thursday Thoughts. Peace.